when you guys have to call these sellers that are frustrated yeah. that their house doesn't sell, what tone do you want to use? Are you going to come in and like be confrontational or do you want to be a little bit more empathetic? The curious tone, in my opinion, is one of the best tones that you can really lean into yep. when you're asking you know, a seller questions about specifically what, like why why they think the home didn't sell because they, they might have their own presuppositions around what specifically happened, what went wrong. Yeah. And then you'll be able to craft an offer specifically towards how they feel. So there's an element of like, we chat it consistently. And I know you and I have had this conversation where it's like half the battle with a lot of agents right now is just the mindset. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. This is Love exciting. Uh, really excited to chat with everyone about tone and cadence. Really excited to uh, talk to you really quickly about how it's triggering sales resistance in prospect and how you can fix that in your real estate business. Vikram and I have been chatting a lot about this lately. I think this is a perfect introduction this is, to this is actually tone and cadence crazy. because, yeah. I, you know, like... So many people, right, when you start to train your ear and the way you train your ear is the same way that a a pianist comes with the tuning fork and they train their ear and they could just press the button and they're like, something's off. I don't know necessarily what's off yet, but something's off. And I was listening to you and as I was listening to you, I'm like, bro, something's off on your tone. Yeah. Because we do... So we spend so much time reviewing calls together. We spend so much time practicing together. We spend so much time on Zoom calls together. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cody did a mic check, right? In order to get into StreamYard, Cody had to do a mic check. He could hear himself talk. Mm-hmm. And you still missed that you were using the wrong mic. Yeah. And it's so it's so interesting, like, you know, the fact that we're talking about tone and cadence and my mic yeah. wasn't working properly. Totally. It's Fair. hilarious. I think that the importance of like role playing and practicing daily, especially tone, like curiosity, empathy, like I find I struggle sometimes with tone. So I, and I said this recently, let's unpack that a little bit. When you say you struggle with tone, what do you, what do you mean you struggle with tone? It's like, we're all born with tone. What are you struggling with? Yeah. So I find that sometimes I ask questions, not in the right tone. Like in the beginning of a call, when I'm speaking with a real estate agent or I'm listening to uh, live transfer call when I'm talking to agents, there's a level of curiosity that a lot of agents struggle with, that curious tone. So I find like I, I have a trigger word whenever I'm asking questions that allow me to flip from tone. So my trigger word is I might say something like this, like, you know, like Vikram, like I'm I'm really curious. And, and the reason that I say like Vikram, I'm really curious is because it triggers my curiosity. And I'm so reminded a lot it's a reminder that I need to use a curious tone. And I might say something to Vikram like, I'm just curious, like, was the big backyard the most important thing? Or would you say like the home closer to the school is more important? Like, what would you say in a perfect world would be the most important criteria that you're looking for? Now, I'm asking that question in more of a curiosity tone. I think right. when I listen to a lot of live transfer calls, I listen to a lot of agents or I even listen to our business development team, there's a level of misunderstanding of like how to ask sure. questions. They because what ends up happening is if you don't have a curious tone, you end up sounding like you're interviewing somebody. When oh, yeah, so if you don't have a transition, mm-hmm. so as, as the, there's a, there's a there's a fundamental flaw that doesn't get taught often enough when people are using scripts, and it, it what I've realized is that 
it's not that people don't want to use scripts. In fact, I would argue that more people want to use a script, but they want to know a couple of things. One is they need to know how to, they, they need to be taught how to transition from like the inquisitive part to the, I'm going to ask for an appointment part or from the opening of the sentence or the opening of the, the conversation, right? Whether you're doing a follow-up call, you guys, th- this is important when you're calling, think about right now, you have a lot of sellers that are very frustrated. You have a lot of agents who are very scared to have the conversation with the seller yeah, because they know what to say or how to say it. And because maybe, you know, like, let, let's just say that probably your process was off, right? So you didn't tell the, the seller like, Hey, we're going to do the, the review preview. We're going to, you know, basically that's Sharon's cool language. But what we did in our office every Friday, we told them, Hey, this is what we're going to do over the week and the weekend, mm-hmm. right? This is what we did over the week. So they got a full picture of what was happening. But in this market, when you guys have to call these sellers that are frustrated yeah. that their house doesn't sell, what tone do you want to use? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the tone you're going to use? Are you going to come in and like be confrontational or do you want to be a little bit more empathetic? Yeah, I think that the the idea of tonality and like, you know, even talking about how my mic probably sounds 10 times better than it did when we first started. 10 times better. You, when you think about the approach that you take, a lot of people, like, it's not just the questions you ask, it's it's the how you ask the questions yeah. that really matter. You know, the other day I was listening to a live transfer call. I think we chatted about this on Friday mm-hmm. where the uh, agent had triggered a ton of sales resistance because she wasn't listening. Right. Not only was she was she not listening, she was confrontational with the seller. Like she was like, she just sounded too happy. And the agent, like, like you're, you, you sound happy, you're not listening. Right. And you trigger resistance in the sales prospect because the prospect thinks that you care more about yourself than you do about them. Well, let's break that call down. So when yeah. you call somebody, right, you, you get on the phone. Hey, how you doing? I'm victim. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah. Like, how does that feel to like when I get on the phone and I like when you and I call each other and if I like. Unless I want to get a reaction, I'm not like, yo, Cody, what's you're like, yo, what's up, bro? What's going on? It makes you the funk out. Totally. And yeah, there, you know, and you, there's an element of wanting to break the ice. Like, I think when I hop on a Zoom call, I, I, I'll be like, hey, what's happening? Like, you know, where are you out of the world? I'll ask, like, you know, sure, curiosity based questions. Yeah. But when you're like, the, there's different types of calls. Like, when you're taking a live transfer call, Especially like the the curious the curious tone, in my opinion, is one of the best tones that you can really lean into yep. when you're asking you know a seller questions about specifically what like why why they think the home didn't sell because they they might have their own presuppositions around what specifically happened, what went wrong, yeah. and then you'll be able to craft an offer specifically towards how they feel because people make buying decisions, people make selling decisions based on emotion. Right. So if you don't understand them on a deep level, and this is the whole reason why, like, I think that part of the, re- the reason that this call went so poorly and the agent just unfortunately um, just couldn't see it. They couldn't see their own flaw, even after listening back to the call themselves, the that there is an element of of questions and how you ask them right. that allow you to open up the prospect so that they actually feel like you care about them. It's like, that's kind of like the empathetic tone where it's like, right. I think empathy in tonality, you actually have to give a shit. I do think there's an element behind that within Care. sales where it's like, you have to want to actually help people. 
And right. if you don't want to help okay. people, you're in the wrong business. Like yeah. you just naturally are in the wrong business. Totally. And because you and I have spent far too many too much time with the top performing agents that say, Hey, I don't care whether you want to buy it six months, twelve months, eighteen months. Yeah. You your tone when you ha- when you shift your mindset to a tone towards like I'm gonna be in business for five, ten years yep. and I just want to build relationships, your tone shifts. Like everything about you shifts. And I think that there's a mentality where it's like we even go higher level. There's elements of like when you work with clients on like tonality and cadence. I think even before that, even before we can even talk about tonality and cadence, we actually have to give a shit because we don't give a shit and we don't actually help people and we're just chasing the next paycheck. Our tone is always going to be off. So I think there's an element and I I posted about this today. I don't know you and I've had conversations about this where, you know, it's really hard for a lot of agents to live from a place of abundance when they're not currently in abundance. So it's like you almost have to be chasing the 10 year version of yourself. So there's an element of like we chat it consistently and I know you and I have had this conversation where it's like half the battle with a lot of agents right now is just the mindset, the mindset of what it takes in order to live from a place of abundance. Because if you're not living so, from a place of abundance, it's very difficult to even talk about tone and cadence. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something funny. You know, we talk yeah. about how expensive it is to become a real estate agent, right? Which is the fundamental flaws in this industry, <laughs> right? Yeah. How, how expensive is it? So I'm doing my, uh, I have to renew my managing broker's license, right? Every two years, I got to renew it, 30, 30 clock hour course, whatever. And I'm thinking it's going to be like four or $500. I don't remember how much this shit costs. It's like every couple of years, right? So I'm thinking it's like four or $500. So I'm in my email in the checkout page and I'm trying to find the the discount code. I go to the checkout page, it's $100. It's $125 and I get a 20% discount. So I'm going to spend $100 to renew my license. Okay, well, how much did it cost me to get my license? Like a thousand bucks, 800 bucks. And here's a challenge. If you have to borrow money to go get a real estate license, you're going to have a hard time spending money because you started this with scarcity. Yeah. And when you get on a call and you come in with an attached, let's talk about it. So when you come in and you're attached, right? You want, I need this people to buy a house. I need them to sell with me. I need a paycheck. Right. We're already coming in with scarcity. Now, if you come in with scarcity, right. And this is one of the things that one of my clients, she's a rock star. We started working together about, a, uh, I don't know, about two months ago now. Right. And she said, you know, like as we first start working together and it's like, hey, here's re, re, listen to da, 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 all these steps. Right. She's like, cool. I got it. She's like, Vic, I, I had a call right after we got off our, she sent me a message. I got a call right after we had our, our appointment or our, our, our uh, coaching call. It's like, great. How was it? She says, you know, I didn't really change anything from my previous script. I just slowed down mm-hmm. and I talked like I was a little bit more curious about the prospect. And I said, and, w- and what happened? She goes, holy shit. We had a 27 minute call. I just booked an appointment. And these are people that are like, allegedly they're six months out. Follow up with her three weeks later or two weeks later. I was like, hey, how'd that one appointment go? She's like, oh my God. You'll never believe what happened. What happened? Well, they're doing X, Y, and Z. And they're doing this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, that sounds like you guys had like a really... She's like, Vic, I didn't talk at all. I asked like 17 questions, if that. I said 35 words. We booked an appointment. They signed up. They're ready to buy. They want to potentially sell another property. I'm going to go check out this. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. And I was like, and what do you think triggered that? She's like, I just didn't talk. I just listened with a curious tone. Right. I talked soft. I actually wanted to know what they were doing. Like they seemed like cool people. 
And this is a person who did over $200,000 last year in GCI. This isn't like an agent who sucks, yeah. but because she slowed down and she yeah. was a little bit more cured. Now, you guys, slowing down doesn't mean that you have to give away your power. You can still control a conversation, but you can pause a bit. Uh, well, um, hey, well, can we rewind that a little? Walk me back. Tell me, you, you said that the house was too small. Like, I just curious, what do you mean by too yeah. small? Because when a lot of people, I, I think going back to Cadence questions and tone, we got to talk about assumptions. Mm-hmm. So many people, like when I hear calls, when we review our calls, hey, why didn't you go deeper on that? Oh, well, they said they have a small house. I already know what that means. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, they need yeah. more space. I'm like, but why do they need more space? Yeah. Well, they have a small house. What's small about the house? Do they have in-laws there? Like my little brother just had a baby. Right. So they're moving from a two bedroom to a three bedroom. My yeah. parents, my dad had, unfortunately, my dad had to fly back to the East Coast today for a funeral. Um, and he was just there with the baby last week. And he goes, you know, it's super tight in the house. What do you mean it's tight in the house, dad? Oh, well, his mother in law's there. Yeah. And she has the bedroom. The baby's got a bedroom, uh, with the mom and dad. I'm in the living room, you know, so like if mom gets up to go to the bathroom, I hear her. If I get up to go to the bathroom, he started explaining. I was like, oh, wow. Got it. it sounds like they really need a bigger home. He's like, they're moving in 10 days. Got it. To a three bed. So when you guys start to let the person experience their own pain by asking, oh, wait, just walk, walk me back a little. But these are things that you won't pick up on. And I'll tell yeah. you, my my sales coach, I have a sales coach. He, he uh, as a W-2 earner, made over a million dollars W-2. Like, that's crazy. crazy. It's yeah. crazy, right? And when we talk, the first thing he says is, Vic, let's just listen to a call. He's like, just grab grab a call. I'm like, bro, they suck. He's like, do you think all my calls are good? I was like, but but dude, you're you no, you guys, like, you gotta listen to your calls. And there's only one reason why you don't want to listen to your calls. Yeah. You just don't give a shit. You yeah. don't care. You you wanna be the trusted advisor, but you don't actually care about your prospects enough to go through thirty five minutes of pain twice a week to get better so that you could actually help them. Because if you care, you would do whatever it takes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Our Agent Podcast, the number one real estate podcast in the world. If you could do us a quick favor, we don't monetize this. All we ask is that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It helps us reach more real estate agents with great information on how they can win in their local market today. If you go over to iTunes, leave us a quick review, write up something quickly that would mean the world to Vikerman and I. Let's hop into the show. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that, like you said, like every, everything starts with like caring, but then once you move from caring, it becomes, okay, if you really care, you'll script like, you know, Sharon says consistently, uh, and I I love it. You, we don't script for the, we don't script for ourselves. We script for the client so that they're able to get, I like, think about, think about how, um, you know, coaches or therapists, they prep for, you know, conversations. It's like the same thing where it's like, how do we, how do we guide people in a, in a direction that is best for them? Uh, you know, that that's the whole idea of like life coaching. The whole idea of life coaching is asking a series of questions in order to help people come to a conclusion that they already have the answers inside of them. Like the people, the buyers and the sellers you're speaking with, they already have the answers inside of them. You're just guiding them through a, a conversation that allows them to bring to the forefront what is important to them. 
And if you don't ask good questions you're not, and you're not trained on how to do that effectively, yep. you know, people like people go through like, you know, I, I'll use my like my parents, for example. It's like I know they eventually want to move. They want to they they have different aspirations than uh, than living currently where they, they're at. Like, sure. They just need somebody to have a conversation with them about what that would be. And if somebody had a conversation with them about what that would be, you know, maybe they make a move. Um, it, this happens all the time. Like I listen on a, a good, com- a, a good a conversation. Good conversation. And what, what and, would good conversation though? Like, I, I, yeah. What is, like in your opinion, Cody, like what would, what would be a conversation? Like what would be a question that would make your mom get emotional and think about possibly wanting to move? I think everything comes down to like the trunk up, chunk down. It's like, mm-hmm. like we, we chatted about this a while ago where it's yeah. like making it super simple for them to answer like, you know, this or that question and then digging mm-hmm. deep on like, why is that important to you? I think just like understanding, like Simon Sinek talks about this consistently about like, understand why, like, mm-hmm. like if you can just understand why, I think like just starting there, I think yeah. agents just asking the question why will give them a better understanding of like, what it is that is important to that prospect. Like why, why are they still renting? They're renting because maybe they have flawed information. They're renting or that they, they, they haven't downsized yet because they haven't found anything. Like uh, this is an example of a call the other day where uh, the, 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 the agent glanced over. So the guy had said they were in, they were currently, they were in the Toronto area. They were currently looking to downsize. He mm-hmm. mentioned that like, he's like, this is a very urgent thing for me. I need to downsize. We have too much space. Uh, just him and his wife, but he's like, I have to be close to my daughter. Okay. Like, why? Why? Like, what? Like, that is a really important question. Like, yeah. what's happening in the daughter's oh. life that it's like, yeah. if you're, if you're in your 60s and you need to downsize, but you need to be close to your daughter, is your daughter having a kid? Is your daughter yeah. going, what's going on? Like, what's going on? There's something happening there. Yep. And Behind our the inability to ask the question, why? If we yep. can't sit back and ask the question, why is that important? We, we have done our, we've done a disservice to the people that we're speaking with. We really have. We haven't served them at a high level. And, and, and here's the thing, like as we break down, okay, so, all right, well, you should know your, your, you should know your prospect's pain. What does that mean? Well, you should know your avatar, right? Like the, the, the reason why it's so hard to be a really successful agent is because agents want to be everything to everyone. Yep. So like, forget about tone and cadence. Well, what is your avatar's pain? Like, what is the pain that your ideal client goes through moving every, or, or thinking about moving every day, right? Whether they're a step, like, okay, so we'll talk about parents, right? So our parents are at the point, my parents have a huge house, huge yard. And we talked about it one day, just jokingly. I was like, you guys should probably sell the house and get something smaller. And they're like, where would we go? And theirs isn't like, where would we go? It's just, everything in their neighborhood is big and they want to stay in this, you know, area that they, they don't want to move to the other side. Right. They like the certain things. Like the their, area. Yeah. So they don't want to go to like the other side of the road where the houses are smaller because they don't, because the houses are smaller, the lots are smaller. So they don't want that. So they're like, well, we don't want to lose our privacy. Right. But if somebody were to have a good conversation with them and they were to say, Hey, well, tell me about the things you love about the home. Oh, I love the yard. I love this. I love that. Okay. Tell me about the things you don't love about the home. Well, it's 35 years old. We've been here for 35 years. You know, we have a kitchen remodel that needs to get done. That's going to be a $200,000 remodel. We have a couple of things that we'd like to update now, you know, and we don't want to really update them for ourselves because the new buyer that comes in is probably going to be a, 
young family like we were with a couple of teenage kids and a younger, you know, yeah. maybe because who needs a big house like that with just one kid? And they're going to probably want to do their own thing. So like they're in limbo and they don't have good advice. So they talk to each other and guess or what? Don't. They don't know what the frick they're talking about because they're not real estate people. They're like, yeah, you know, they don't know what's available. They don't know what's available. Like they just like, because you you have, it's like anything like lim- limited knowledge. Like you have a great understanding of sales because you do sales every single day. I have a great understanding of lead gen because I do lead gen every single day. And it's like you, we're, we're masters of what we focus on. Yep. If we're not focusing on real estate every day, like what's available in the marketplace, you know, what are the stats, what's available? We don't know these things and we're not looking that, at them daily. We just don't, we, like, we don't have the information that we need in order to make totally. informed, intelligent decisions. That's where you as a real estate agent come in. But in order to have those informed, intelligent decisions, for you to even get to the table that even have a conversation, yep. you have to have the right tone. You have to have the right cadence yep. and you have to have the ability to actually give a shit about people. But uh, uh, I know that you have to wrap up. I have to wrap up yep. uh, here. Um, where, let's wrap where up people. Yes. Where, where can people find you real quick before we wrap yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. So um, easiest ways on Instagram, just at Codmay at Instagram. Yep. Uh, you can send me a DM. Uh, currently, uh, we are running a free trial for real estate team leads uh, that uh, want, if you have a list of at least 1500 to 2000 leads we'll call the leads send you live transfers for free that's kind of our big thing what about you where's where can people reach you and like what is one thing that you're doing right now for agents yeah so if you are on uh facebook go to the real estate sales dojo um on facebook and we'll let you in and this is where we will be breaking down live calls uh we are going to be breaking down uh sales structures just really really what's up my friend Shashina. Uh, we're going to be breaking down live, uh, life's we're going to be breaking down cell structures live. Um, we, yeah, we have, we have a lot of great stuff that we're working on from door knocking scripts to expired scripts to, um, just reactivating old leads that are really old <laughs> and crushing it. Um, so there, if you're not on, uh, if you're not on Facebook, then just go to Instagram coach Vikram Duel. Uh, what, what do you want to wrap it up with Cody? I just want to wrap it up with like the three things we chat about today. Yep. Number one, give a shit, care. Number two, tone, tonality, curiosity, tone. Yep. Um, and number three, cadence. Those three things together with like the right transitions in script. And like, I would highly encourage everyone to go to the real estate sales dojo uh, because again, like that's, you'll learn these things uh, inside of the real estate sales dojo. Um, and yeah, just, you know, go out there make a massive difference in your local market. When you shift your mindset towards that, great things can happen. How about you? Yeah, man. Like, you know, the, the, the more you start diving into it and the more you start getting into it, the more you realize like how this is, uh, this is just something that we have to constantly be improving on. Um, like you, you, you can't unfortunately practice for a couple of weeks and then think you're going to be the best. You, you have to create your process for success. And one of the part, part of that process is whether you guys, here's the thing. I don't care if you guys work with me or not. I just need you guys to go out there and work with somebody, right? Like I might not, we might not be the right fit. Okay, great. That's great. That's awesome. You need to go work with somebody, whether it's this coach or that coach, but you need somebody in your back pocket like what we do in the real estate sales academy, we we have three weekly calls. This is hard. 
this is a tough business. Most people, when they get into our, like when they come to the real estate sales academy, they're like, what's an avatar? Like we've heard of an avatar, but like, what's our avatar and how do they we don't, build it? Yeah. Yeah. They don't know the pains of their avatar, which means they don't know how to message to their avatar. If you don't know your, yeah. if you don't know how to message to your avatar, then how do you do a presentation to your avatar? How do you talk to them on the phone when you don't know those facts about them? Oh, well, I don't want to have a niche. I want to service everybody. Okay. How's that been working out for you for the last 18 months? Well, my sales are down. Maybe we should try to focus in and get really good at serving one group of people and then expand a little bit more and then expand a little bit more. Uh, and it's it's interesting how that works. Like when you start speaking to one person, like all effective marketing, we'll close with this because I got to take it off and then you do yep. too. Yep. All effective marketing require, like when you run marketing, the most effective marketing is the niche marketing. When you run a niche type of marketing ad or you say, hey, you know, I'm, uh, I, I work with business owners and waterfront and I get around them. Uh, you know, I go to all the business networking events. It's like, I'm the waterfront specialist in the area. You just naturally will pick up the waterfront people, but you're going to pick up, like, it doesn't mean you're not going to like first time home buyers aren't going to come to you. Totally. They will. You're just going to be known as the expert in that specific field. So I'll end with that. Uh, Vikram, man, have a great day. You too, brother. We'll see y'all soon.